It's time for the big show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Andy Gallo, and I uh, got a big announcement today. I've got a uh, Country Jim with me, and he is now going to be my co host of the uh, big show. What do you think about that, there, Big Jim? I'm so honored. Big Jim. We could we could name your name, call it Big Jim now, you know. So. <laughs> Buddy, I've had a lot of monikers. Did I ever tell you the, the story about the time that I was playing a, a dance with my band over at the East Tex Freeway off of 59? I have not heard this one. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, it was my birthday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so uh, they were wanting to honor me on my birthday, so they went to Kroger somewhere, and they got, you know, one of those decorated birthday cakes. Yeah. But uh, the poor gal who uh, decorated, who put the message on there, unfortunately, it said, Happy Birthday, County Jim. <laughs> and, and some of the guys in my band carried me. I've still got guys County that Jim. call me County Jim. Yeah, County. Yeah. We'll just have to call you County for short now. But but Big Jim. Um, <laughs> That's a new one. I got to think about that one a little. No, bit. we won't do that. Okay, we won't mess. We won't mess that up any more than we already have there. So that's good there. But anyway, I, I'm excited about us yeah. Um, yeah. doing this together. Yep, bringing people yep. in. Yep. Well, we've known each other for a long time. We, we have. we've been friends, but we don't see. We haven't seen each other in uh, many years. No, but, we but I went, think we're back. Yeah, we're we back together spell, again. Yeah, yeah, that could be a song. Uh, back together again. Yeah. So, I don't know if we want to go there, but anyway. Well, you know, uh, something just recently this past week that happened uh, was the passing of Randy Corner. So that's kind of uh, kind of a sad thing to hear. Yeah, I was really impacted emotionally by hearing uh, yesterday of, um, of, of his passing. Um, he was a phenomenal artist for a long time. When... He played lead guitar, but he he played steel guitar. He played um, fiddle. Uh, he was renowned on the electric guitar. He was a great songwriter and a really good vocalist, as I guess you're going to demonstrate mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I got a little something right here we're going to play. And so, uh, yeah. when he was 13 years old, and Gene Watson was just beginning to launch out and play on the road, um, he was the lead guitar player for Gene Watson yeah. and I. Uh, yeah. I think I remember him then. Yeah. 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 Man, kind of sad deal, but I've got a little something I put together here. Good. So, Randy, here we go. Here we go. How much you do or don't know A woman's got feelings That sometimes she'd rather not show I've dodged all your questions You shouldn't be suspicious of me 
But my conscience feels guilty And sometimes I talk in my sleep Well, you were, you were talking about you know, he very versatile on many, many instruments. Here's a little bit of uh, when he was with Frenchie. Man, that's good stuff. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. But anyway, we will definitely uh, miss that for sure. But I love that vocal number. Um, and another one, was it the Ring Telephone Ring? Mm-hmm. That was, yep. Art, just, don't fail me now and Ring Telephone Ring. He had yeah. a few others, too. Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't have have those but uh but those are the two that i did did have plus a little bit of uh frenchy when he played with him you know back in the old days you know uh, because of the fact that i was born and raised in tennessee and kentucky uh the people that i met uh in music were you know back east mm-hmm. and Yep. And I was already 40 or whatever by the time I came to Texas. Mm-hmm. And I've often thought about what people I would have met, in, you know, instead of mm-hmm. little Jimmy Dickens and uh, yep. whoever, yep. The, the, the Eastern yep. folks, yep. Yep. if I'd lived in Houston and grew yep. up here. You know, uh, Houston, back in, and of course I grew up in this area, so, you know, back in the 60s and the 70s, um, the radio stations back in those days, they played the regional artist, you know, or the, you might want to call that local artist, regional artist, whatever you want to say. But, of course, Randy was, you know, uh, he had hit the uh, billboard charts nationally. Right. But, uh, you know, he was big. Uh, Kenny Surrett, uh, a lot of guys uh, that, you know, uh, that you hear about. That was kind of a regional, uh, you know, Kelly Shoppa, you know. I was uh, going to mention him. Guys, guys like that, you know, Mundo, yeah. Airwood. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. who's gone already, too. Both of those guys are, are gone. But uh, that was the sound that, that you heard back in those days. It right. Was, uh, you know, it was a unique, uh, unique sound. And even back before that, another a song I'm going to do today uh, goes back to the, the days of uh, – uh, Jerry Irby, who wrote uh, Driving Nails, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. uh, who was the guy that did Slipping Around? Uh, mm-hmm. Floyd Tillman. Yep, Floyd Tillman. Yep. See, I mm-hmm. would have, yep. if, uh, if I'd grown up around here, I would have I would known those guys. Mm-hmm. I did yep. get to meet Mundo, though. Yep. Did you know him? I didn't know him. Uh, never got a chance to meet him, uh, but uh, we played music from him. You know, that I had, I actually, I'd went to one of his concerts back many, many years ago, bought an album, and uh, I've had that album all this time, vinyl, by the way, not, you know, <laughs> right. not digital, but it was vinyl, and, 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 you know, played it on the radio when, when I was there. I got to meet him and hear him a few times, and uh, I love trivia and trying to stump people with knowing some obscure uh bit of information that's actually gotten me nowhere but anyway i've enjoyed knowing stuff (laughs) but i used to have a trivia question to stump everybody right yeah because my trivia question was whose name was on the billboard the day the night that gillies burned down ah Oh, yeah, man. See, I, just, I don't know that. <laughs> well, I, I thought I did, but I didn't either. Wasn't the Giza Slaw Brothers, was it? No. no okay, okay. <laughs> I always said it was Mundo Earwood. Ah, okay. So people would go, wow, Sloan, I'm impressed with your trivia. Right, right. Except right. I was at the um, Gillies reunion a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it was Penny or somebody 
that came up to me and talking to me about it, and they said, Sloan, that's not, that's not that's right. Not right. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's something we're going to do some research on since you brought that up now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, I never thought about that. Never. Because they said it was closed down a year before it burned mm-hmm. out, so mm-hmm. there wouldn't be anybody's name on the sure. board. Sure. Could have been blank. Yeah. Or, or blank. you know, had, had a couple of those sign, the, those numbers, you know, that are kind of dangling, yeah. you know, whatever, you know. Something but, like that. But yeah. I hope that everybody who um, who knew Randy Corner is uh, given some some thoughts mm-hmm. of uh, care yep. to all who who loved him. And I've got some of my musician friends that have played with me who were very very close to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, gonna be missed, that's for sure. Because he was still very active in the. Absolutely. In the Houston scene, for right. sure, you yeah. know. So, but uh, anyway. Well, you have got a couple of songs uh, lined up for us today, too. I do. And um, this first song, we, we talked about it a little bit uh, the other day. And I remember this song so well. Good. Uh, Good. Judge Shrunk. Yeah. And uh, A Daisy A Day, yeah. which was... Um, what year did that come out? Seventy what? Early three, seventy-two. Right in there. That's what something. I was going to say. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm kind of a historian now when it comes to, uh, you know, some of this old music. You know, because I'm an old guy too, though. So that, that has a lot to do with <laughs> well, it. You know, so. You're a lot younger than me, but uh, I'm glad because we'll really bounce off each other mm-hmm. well. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judd's actual name, why, why you had a name of Justin, I think that's what his name actually was. it? Okay. Was. Mm-hmm. And why you would change that to Judd is beyond me to figure out. <laughs> but he was born, no. uh, he was born, I think, in the mid-1930s in a little town, that's still a little town called Jamestown, New York. Oh. But he, uh, he and I don't know a lot about his life, but mm-hmm. he went to Maine and uh, and lived out the rest of his days there. Died when he was forty five, I think. Uh, but he started writing uh, songs. He was an environmentalist way back in that day. He loved Maine and that uh, vi- those vibes up there. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was he would write uh, novelty songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for some reason. And I never knew whether or not this song was about an actual experience he had when he was a child. If this old couple that the song is about mm-hmm. were actually somebody, mm-hmm. somebody that he knew. Uh, but my favorite version of the song, Roy Clark did it on Hee Haw, I think. But my favorite version of it, he went because uh, he went. He did. He did go to New York for a while, and that's where he made some musical connections. And when this song uh, became a, a hit, uh, he actually did it on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. So you can find that on YouTube yeah, in black and that. white. Yeah, I need, uh, I need to look for that. Yeah, with just him and a tenor banjo. Right. Uh, wow. Wow. But I. Uh, so he did that maybe before he recorded it, or or, or did he? No, it was already. It was already out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. And then he went to Hollywood for a while, and. Um, Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In? Yes. He, he was actually a regular on that show for yeah, a while. I think I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Sure enough. Wow. You're just a wealth of information then, there, country. Uh, <laughs> or I should say county. County, uh, Jim. <laughs> None of that's ever got me anywhere, but 
I, I love knowing. Yeah. You know, his, he died yeah. at 45 because yeah. he was a private pilot, and he got into these little, I don't Kenny Snow would know what to call them, but these little airplanes, mm-hmm. little... Yeah, what do you experimental. Call that's, yeah, uh, that's, I think they're the, one of the it. words they use for that's them right. or something. I they're kind of a right. homemade... Yeah, paper airplane or something. Well, it, uh, it didn't work out very well. Hmm. And the crash and he lost his life. Forty. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. How many country artists have lost their life in an airplane? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Three and four at a time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, let's see if you can strum this puppy here. Let me see what this sounds. Like. <laughs> he remembers the first time he met her. He remembers the first thing she said He remembers the first time he held her And the night she came to his bed He remembers her sweet way of saying Honey, has something gone wrong? He remembers the fun and the teasing The reason he wrote her the song I'll give you a daisy a day, dear I'll give you a daisy a day I'll love you until the rivers run still The four winds we know blow away They would walk down the street in the evening And for years I would see them go by They'd talk hands as they held to the corner And the old man would sing her the song I'll give you a daisy a day, dear I'll give you a daisy a day I'll love you until the rivers run still The four winds we know blow away Now he walks down the street in the evening And he stops at the old candy store I somehow believe he's believing That he's holding her hand like before For he sees all her love walking with him And he smiles at the things she might say Then the old man walks up to the graveyard And gives her a daisy a day I'll give you a daisy a day, dear I'll give you a daisy a day I'll love you until the rivers run still The four winds we know blow away I'll love you until the rivers run still and four winds blow all away. Daisy a day. Yeah. That's a good song. Did he write the did he write that song? He or? did write it. Okay. And through the years it has been uh, my wife and I have been married fifty eight years and I sing it to her when she'll let me. <laughs> <laughs> when she's not busy doing whatever. And um uh, does your wife it, sing? Does she sing? Oh, yeah, she does. I thought she did. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Play, plays piano. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But uh, she does choir music. Sure. Church stuff, that sort of thing. But um, 
I uh, I found that a, a lot of elderly people, longtime married people, connect with that mm-hmm. with that song. It's very uh, well. If you listen to the words, you you get that the message. Yeah, it's there yeah. for sure. You know, so yeah. Anyway. You know, we're always talking music on this show, but um, just to widen it up a little bit, do you uh, do you cook? Do you, do you cook? I do. What, um, what do you cook? I cook just uh, simple little stuff. I'll grill some pork chops and hamburgers. Um, Any special recipes that uh, you can share with us? Now, you know, if we have a potluck at church, there I will always bring the cornbread. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I like cornbread. You know what I say about cornbread? The worst I ever had is wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but but, uh, <laughs> but what I do, I go to the grocery store and I get these little mixes, mm-hmm. you know. And oh, if yeah. you if you buy the ones that don't have hardly any sugar in them, it right. will kind of taste like old timey what mm-hmm. Grandma used to yep. make. Yep. And yep. so I'll take it to the church potluck, and people go, mm-hmm. on, "Oh yeah. man, Sloan, this is great cornbread," which oh, irritates yeah. my wife, <laughs> and she'll say, "It's just a mix." <laughs> but. But, but you know, I just I, well, you know, you I, can take the mix though, and you can throw a whole lot of whole lot of stuff in there. Yeah, I do that. I, I do that with my cornbread. Yeah, what do you cook? Well, I you know I cook everything. I cook fajitas, oh, and I marinate. I, I marinate my fajita. I mean, in fact, uh, I've got fajita meat in the refrigerator right now. We're oh. gonna I'm gonna take it and marinate it tonight, and put it in there and cook it uh, tomorrow. So, um, but you know, I, I marinate that, and then. Um, Put a little bit of lemon juice and soy sauce, and uh, I'll put a shot of tequila in there, too. <laughs> and, uh, but it does. It tenderizes the meat, and it's drunk, and so it don't, it don't care. You know? yeah. so, but, uh, but really, I do that, and then I put some orange juice in there. When I marinate my steaks, yeah. I'll put a uh, little bit of tenderizer, mm-hmm. yeah. but, I'll, but I'll put wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, wine. A, it's a great tenderizer. Alcohol uh, does. It does. It takes that meat and just makes it so nice. But, yeah, I do that and just a few little things here and there, you know. Um, I do bad jokes about my wife. Uh, she she has a wonderful spirit because um, with me making fun of her and teasing her, it totally doesn't faze her at all. <laughs> she's used to it, she, right? Yeah, she's used to it. She never liked Hee Haw because she said she'd been already hearing those jokes all her life. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> I used to say that uh, that when we first got married and she couldn't really cook, that uh, she'd come in and say, well, you're going to have to eat in the kitchen because it's stuck to the stove. <laughs> <laughs> scrape it off the stove. <laughs> yes, they would scrape it off the stove. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> well, y'all are going to be, uh, let me see, when this show airs, as this show is airing, y'all will actually be playing. At the uh, Red Brick Tavern, so you're going to be in two places at once. Yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be a good show, and I'm going to be out there. Actually, we're going to record some stuff and and have that for the following show. I think uh, Wayne uh, Animal Turner will be there. We'll, we're going yeah. to talk to him, and then uh, you'll be out there. So we'll meet you. Me and you will talk a little bit. Then um, good. Your daughter Leslie, she's going to show up. I think uh, okay. it'll be a, it'll basically be a trio: me and Wayne Turner. And Claude Woolley, who is uh, okay. just a dear yeah. friend. Yeah, and plays bass, right? Played bass forever yeah. around I met here. him 
uh, I guess Kenny Snow that yeah. you know, yeah. uh, they uh, did some stuff together, and I, you know, for for the church that we were going to actually at the time, right? And Claude did did some stuff there, played bass or, or right. whatever. There. So, yeah. And he was a real close friend of Randy Corner also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's really uh, he's really being impacted by this mm-hmm. loss. Yep. Yeah, I saw a lot of stuff on Facebook where people were commenting on that, uh, you know, the loss of Randy. So. A lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so. Wayne Animal Turner uh, is a phenomenal musician. Uh, he was the right-hand man, lead guitar player for Hank Jr. for some mm-hmm. 27 years. Yep. That Bama band was a, a incredible, yep. Yep. incredible band. Yep. And um, he lived with me for about five years, Wayne. Did Wayne, he really? Wayne did. Wow. And uh, yeah. he, we're so, going. To, we're going. When I talk to him uh, this this coming Sunday um, for the following show, which would be on a Sunday as well, I'll ask him some. So what was it like living with County Jim? <laughs> you know, and just see how things are going. <laughs> <laughs> he. I went. Oh, I just thought of another name for me. Um, but, but the country gym thing, mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. a musician friend in Austin. You know what, Austin people, are they're a little different from Houston they, people? They are, so he they does, are different. Yes, he, he doesn't call me country gym. He calls me rural James. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it should be maybe a, a book in the Bible or something. I don't know, rural James. Okay. So that's but good. now Wayne, his nickname for me, he calls me Father Country. Father Country. Yeah. It's good, but um, yeah, but we'll, we'll, man, he's we'll, if people can come and hear him live, um, he is a a great mm-hmm. singer, yep, uh, and a phenomenal guitarist. Yeah, well, we're going to talk to him about you know things and whatever. Like I say, at the same time this show is airing, yeah, he'll be there. He'll be there. So yeah. we'll be at the Red Brick with y'all and getting ready for another show. Actually, really looking so, forward to it. Yeah, so that's going to be really yeah. good. You got another another tune lined up for us. Well, yeah, I want to. But I like this one because not only did Johnny Bush do a great job of it, yeah. I think was it Floyd Tillman or was it Webb Pierce that did did uh, driving nails? Man, if you look that up, I mean, a lot of people did. There's it. no telling how many. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember, but anyway, it's a great song. It actually <clears throat> was written by a man by the name of Jerry Irby. And back home in Tennessee, Mama's people, one one branch of the family tree was the Irbys. And uh, Jerry Irby was born in 1917 in Braunfels, Texas, which is before there was a new moon. No, okay. <laughs> it's like from folks that are from this area, and I don't know where this podcast will be listened to, but here in Texas, there's just a lot of small towns. You got Waverly, New. Wa- you got Waverly, and then you have New Waverly. New Waverly. Yeah. So that, that's that's so done that's kind a of lot. the same same deal. Okay. Right. That's yep. done a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Irby, at some point, I don't know enough about uh, his chronology, but at some point he moved to Houston. Mm-hmm. I made the point earlier about that if I'd born here, that there was a there was a nest of musicians I would surely have gotten to know then mm-hmm. and would have loved that uh floyd tillman had a hit slipping around mm-hmm. and that was recorded by uh, a lot of yep. a lot of different people yep. Yep. but yep. in that little band i'm not i don't know enough about how much of a together organized band it was but there was floyd 
Tillman, and there was this Jerry Irby mm-hmm. who wrote Driving Nails, mm-hmm. and there was the original Pete Burke. He he played an upright piano, and that Pete Burke the first, his son Pete Burke Jr. played upright bass, and he was with Ray Price for eight years and played toured and played on a lot of those classic mm-hmm. hits of, of Ray. And uh, and of course, then Pete Jr. had a son, Pete Three, I call him <laughs> Pete the Third, and Pete the Third, mm-hmm. and he played he played with Gene Watson, and he mm-hmm. played with me for several years, and he's mm-hmm. still playing around around here. But uh, but Jerry Irby wrote Driving Nails, and then uh, Ernest Tubb had a a big cover of it. And uh, it was originally a three-chord song. And when Ernest recorded, he, re- he left out the third chord. Two-chord song. Two-chord song. I don't yeah, know if he couldn't yeah. figure out what the third one was or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> and so then bluegrass people, Rhonda Vinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, she, she's good. Yeah, she did it all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so the bluegrass people, they didn't learn it from Jerry Irby. They were, they, it's, it's interesting to trace the branches mm-hmm. of a song. Mm-hmm. And so they learned it from uh, E.T. So the bluegrass people said, oh, this is a great two-chord song. Uh, so I, I went back and I played the old, uh, I mean, there's a... a YouTube. Uh, mm. what's, what's not on YouTube? I know it. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> there was a, somebody hey. said there's seven hundred fifty thousand new ones a day. Wow. And hey, we're one of those. We are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll be on YouTube. Hi, everybody. Yeah, yeah, so, really. Hallie. so, uh, <laughs> so I put it. I put that uh, that old version on Facebook one time. Mm-hmm. And so this bluegrass friend of mine, he he says, "Hey guys, look at this. It's got three chords." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I'll probably well, the way I always look at it, and I'm kind of a novice, but if it's got more than three chords, I'm out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Forget <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yeah. Unnecessary. I'll do that. Let me see if I can do it. Go ahead. My sweetheart is gone and I'm so lonely. She said that she and I were through. So I started drinking just for pastime. Driving nails in my coffin over you I'm just driving nails in my coffin And every time I drink a bottle of booze I'm just driving nails in my coffin I'm driving those nails over you Well, ever since the day that we parted I've been so sad and so blue But I just can't stop thinking about you, love And I just can't quit drinking that old booze So I'm driving nails in my coffin Every time I drink a bottle of booze I'm just driving nails in my coffin, Lord Driving nails in my coffin over you I'm driving nails in my coffin over you ah, yeah. Shoot low, Sheriff. I think he's riding the Shetland. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. One. 
Yeah, that is good stuff. And you you play a lot of that kind of what I call kind of swingish type country. You know? I, I do. You know, I do. I guess it, that's really. I don't know if that's considered a swing, but it's 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 in that vein somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really uh, train beat up tempo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I really like the Bob Wills swing stuff a lot. Oh yeah. And I. Uh, yep. I, I went to Austin a few times, and I uh, I heard uh, Red Vocard, if you know that artist. Heard that name. Yeah, he he actually played with Haggard uh, as his side man, but he's been he was in a he was in a band in uh, called Hay Bale, spelled H E Y B A L E, in Austin. Hay Bale. And um, then I think now he lives in Memphis, maybe, but mm-hmm. but. Uh, he was really great at taking country songs uh, and ballads and turning them into swing numbers. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, yep. Jo- I mean, George Strait is probably one of, the, as far as somebody <clears throat> in the newer, you know, is probably the best swing guy right there. Man, you think? I, I really love that. I mean, I'm kind of conflicted when somebody will do. I mean, George covered some Bob Wills numbers. He did. You yep. know, yep. right or wrong, zero, mm-hmm. zero. Yep. And so yep. modern people today, if they hear, or if, they, if they're going to do a song, some artist, and he'll say, okay, we're going we're gonna to do a George Strait song. And mm-hmm. they'll go, that's eh, a Bob Wills song. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I get it. Yeah, everybody covers. Yeah. Everybody's covered somebody. I mean, at one yeah. time or another. Yeah. You know. So it's it's just a it's a big deal, but he did he did a lot of great a lot of great Bob Will stuff. Yeah, he really did, you know. Yeah. So, but what is your probably favorite Bob Will's tune that that you like to play? I know I've heard y'all, and I I think it was um, I think it was maybe Leslie that sang it. I, I, this has been a long time ago. Back y'all did a show at that trade. Uh, oh, at Trader's Village. Trader's Village. There you go. Yeah. And y'all did a show there. Yeah. And uh, my company at the time, we videotaped it. Yeah, I remember that. And um, y'all did that. I think, I want to say that Leslie did the vocal on that. Maybe y'all backed, it or backed her up a little bit. But Actually, when I was uh, <clears throat> when I was helping out with her show, um, uh, I would do, in fact, we record, uh, they did a live at the Continental Club CD, which was really a good recording. And on her show, I would do bubbles, bubbles in my beer. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, that's and, good. Uh, it yeah. like a lot of stuff. It really, it really went well overseas. And I, mm-hmm. you know, being silly like I am, I'd say that this song went to number one in in Germany. Mm. Not that I did all that great singing it. But right, any right. beer song is going to do well in Germany. Yeah, they drink a lot of that brewski <laughs> over there. Yeah, you know, they do. So. Yeah. <laughs> can can you do a little bit of that now, or are you or you you think just a maybe a chorus or something? Well, tonight in a bar alone, I'm sitting apart from the laughter and the tears. The scenes of the past rise before me Just watching the bubbles in my beer I think of the hearts that I've broken And the golden tears that I've lost my mind Cause I can't think of the words now 
Hum, hum, hum. Watermelon, watermelon. That was good, though. That was good. Well, hey, man, we, we've just about wrapped this puppy up here for the day. So I appreciate you being here, and you're going to be here from now on out. I love it. So, you know, we got a lot of stuff coming up. This uh, We'll have Wayne uh, Turner on. Uh, that's coming up. Uh, going to get your daughter, Leslie, involved there somewhere, somehow. And uh, I've actually got a, an old friend of mine that is going to be coming up on the show, and I don't know when, but Mary McCoy is yes. going to be on the program. Yes, I love And her. Uh, we've got some other folks lined up as well. So we, we've got a big, uh, got uh, got a lot of big, big stuff coming up there for sure for the podcast. So that is good. So, yeah. hey, we'll see you Sunday then. Yes. It'll be great. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Big Show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. This has been a Unicap Media presentation.